everywhere you turn, it seems like someone else is launching a podcast. Well, the sudden rise is with good merit since it's now becoming more and more of a must to anyone looking to create their own community to also have a podcast. Hey, Slay Nation, it's Heather, co-founder of So She Slays, and today I brought you a great interview with Scout from Scout Agency, a PR agency specializing in getting women as guests on podcasts. Scout is a trailblazer in the media industry for utilizing podcasts as a powerful form of PR, and she's also the co-host of OK Sis Podcast. I got a chat with her on how to know if podcasting is really for you, if it's even really worth it, and what goes into creating a strong one. I know a lot of people can be like, oh, podcasts are crazy to start. The field is so saturated. How do I stand out? How do I even know if I have a good idea for a podcast? So how do you know? You know, the podcasting world has changed so significantly. And I think that people are hopping in because they're seeing different types of benefits than other mediums and platforms. So many times on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter, the name of the game is number. The name of the game is volume. The name of the game is followers. On podcasting, that's not necessarily the name of the game. And I think that people hop into podcasting thinking thinking the same way, okay, well, I start an Instagram the same way I start a podcast and I have to get as many downloads as possible. And yes, of course, we are always trying to increase our community. We're always trying to grow it. Don't get me wrong. But the power in podcasting doesn't necessarily come from the bottom line number of downloads. The power of podcasting comes from the in-depth, intimate, and vulnerable connection you can create with your community. So if you have 50 downloads, 50 listeners on your podcast, Those 50 people know you so much more than if you had 50 followers on Instagram. So first we have to talk about number currency, right? 20,000 followers on TikTok is not as impactful as 20,000 followers on Instagram. 20,000 downloads on a podcast is significantly more impactful than 20,000 followers on any other social media platform. Why? Because the attention is so long, intimate, and long form. You know, on YouTube, I think you have five seconds to get someone's attention. On a podcast, you can talk for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. You know, 70% of your listeners might drop off at 60% of the way. But that's still more time with people than you will get on any other platform. It is after podcasting for three years after working with Scout's agency and booking women as guests on podcasts, booking guests on their podcasts, and really being in the industry, I've recognized that the way we approach podcasting is all wrong. We're approaching it like a social media following when really we need to approach it as a brand extension where people can actually really know us. And so if you're thinking about jumping into the podcast game and you're worried that it's saturated and you won't build a following, etc., First, I allow you or ask you to reframe your your thinking there. How many podcasters do we know where podcasting is their full-time job? It's not that many. Mm -hmm. Podcasting is an extension of a brand. So if you're wondering wondering if podcasting is for you, do you have a personal brand? Do you want to be an author? Do you want to be a speaker? Do you want to be a coach? 
or do you run a product-based brand? Do you sell clothing, iPhone cases, skincare? I don't care. Whatever it is, if you start a podcast, you provide a very in-depth, valuable, community-building connection place for your customers, your clients, your existing followers, your community members. Wow. I mean, that's such an interesting way to look at it. I've never looked at it that way because, you know, with So She Slays, we have a blog, we have like several different outlets to reach our audience. And podcast is something that we've added to our, you know, many streams of of ways you can get in touch with us. I want to say like maybe six or seven months ago. It hasn't even been that long, but it was kind of like a natural progression, we felt like. Yeah. And As I was running Scouts Agency, I I started Scouts Agency because I recognized that not only hosting a podcast is very powerful for your community, but being a guest on a podcast is super powerful. And when I started Scouts Agency, that was kind of our bread and butter service, which is getting women as guests on podcasts, running podcast tours, if you will. The biggest ROI in exposure building and community building and sales and revenue and growth is podcasting. Podcasting is the most in-depth connection that drives the most results than traditional PR. How is that? How is that proven? Yeah. It's an interesting question when it comes to exposure, reach, et cetera, especially, you know, in the podcasting world, no one tells you your downloads, which I find to be interesting, but I have heard time and time again, we have seen time and time again, when I work with a client, we have the traditional PR aspect and the podcasting, the DMS are coming from podcasts, not websites. Or I've had past clients or prospective clients come to me and say, listen, we ran a traditional campaign and I was on three podcasts and those three podcasts helped more than getting written up here, 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 and here. And so while traditional PR is so important, it just serves a different purpose. I think that people think that they're going to get written up in the Los Angeles Times and their career is going to be made and all of a sudden they sell all these books, et cetera. When actually that's providing link backs to their website, it's providing good SEO, it's providing credibility. It's like getting into Harvard, but getting your job outside of college is the podcast, if that makes sense. So it's important to go to Harvard and it's important to be listed in all these areas because we as consumers want to trust the other person instantly. When you go to a website and you see that you are written in Forbes, Vogue, BuzzFeed, Entrepreneur, you know, Marie Claire, there's an instant credibility and a trust factor that allows us to trust us. The podcast takes it one step further and actually imprints our brand and who we are into that person's mind, their soul, their connection, their inspiration, whatever it might be. You know, you being an agency, you're working with tons of podcasters. What are some tips for promotion wise? What do people Mm -hmm. need to like start doing that they're not doing? So I have a two step I suppose, philosophy when it comes to growing a podcast. I think if you are just starting a podcast, I would really just focus on getting really quality guests. Sometimes Instagram followings and reputation actually don't translate to downloads, doesn't translate to higher episodes. You know, I've had people with over a million followers on podcasts and they perform quite poorly on the episode. The downloads don't really come through. And then I've had people with you know, 20,000 followers who repost and then the downloads come through for that episode. So I think in the beginning, I would really focus on getting guests. One, to create quality content for your audience. 
Two, to bring in their audience over to you because you're going to post it on social, you're going to tag them, you're going to make it very easy for them to repost, and you're going to DM them a swipe up link as you tag them so that they have it all ready to go perfectly. And it's going to create a network for you. So I always say a podcast guest has to hit two out of the three points. If they hit all three, bingo. One, is it good content and going to be a great conversation and add value to your audience? Or two, that this is a really great person to add to your network. I think Mm. that people are sleeping on the network aspect of having a guest on. They have a guest on for an hour and then it's goodbye, right? My sister and I over at OKSIS Podcast are amazing at keeping up with the network. We email all of our guests twice a year from that year, congratulating on something new. We follow them on Instagram. We're engaging on all their posts. We're reposting like if they're pregnant, if they've launched a book, if they whatever, whatever, it's going into our Instagram stories and celebrating them. So the first thing, if you're a new podcast is just focus on the guests and the content. And of course, posting to social, it's a whole like, you know, for an Instagram marketer. It's a thing. (laughs) It's a thing. The second is if you're just launching your personal brand with a podcast, I would wait six months to a year, probably six months, eight months will work is being a guest on other podcasts. That is the best way to grow your show. And I'll tell you what, because you're going into audiences that are already podcast listeners. So you don't have to convert behavior. You don't have to let them know what a podcast is. They're already in it. They already know. They're looking for new ones. It is the Mm -hmm. absolute best way to increase your podcast. And what's even a better way is to find like-minded audiences and do a podcast swap. Ooh, That's the best way because then the host feels like they're being introduced to your community. Your community feels like they're being introduced to their community and everyone kind of promotes it equally. And if you drop it on the same week, then if people really want more from that, they go to the other podcast and vice versa. So those are the mm-hmm. two ways that I really recommend people market and grow their podcast to get in front of new audience members. To get more in-depth tips on all things podcasting, including promotion, key lessons, and Scout's personal thoughts on the app Clubhouse, check out her feature collab article on SoSheSlays.com. And as always, thanks for listening.